You're with me, Angelique Detoy, on today's podcast, which is designed for all of us to remain steadfast on the Bible's proven, timeless truths while being prepared to live out your dreams and to have hope while you do. Thank you for joining me in this moment in time, a moment that neither your eye will ever get to relive again, which is why the call to action is for us to stick with what we've experienced that works for us and not against us, and yet at the same time embrace with discernment and wisdom the unknown road that is stretching out before us. It is very safe to say that not one of us have traveled this way before. It may seem that Passover, crossing the Red Sea as an analogy, and Pentecost have come and gone without noticeable change. But don't believe that for a second. God is working deeply in the hearts of those who are called by His name and who are committed to walking in His eternal truths. Jesus guaranteed that His words would be forever He declared this to his disciples, which does include us. And this was said in Matthew 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. As we stay connected with his timeless truths and are yet required to make significant changes to keep up to date with what is happening in the world, we have to make peace with the fact that change is here to stay. Living in our identity in Christ is the repositioning we need to align with what God is doing behind the scenes in this ever-changing world. Promotion comes from the Lord alone, but He wants our hearts. All of it, our mind, our will, our emotions, and our body. Jesus resurrects our old life. Isn't that amazing? And that brings us into his newness. It's such a miracle. But he does expect that we do our part in response. And this is to choose the good, pleasing and perfect will of God in our lives. Look for yourself in Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Because choice is always our life definer. By our choice, we determine whether we open the portal of resurrection power or whether we live with a dimly lit lamp. His desire is to empower us to ensure that we are not going to conform to the ways of the world, but rather be transformed through a total renewing of our being. This is what Pentecost is all about, being filled with the empowering Holy Spirit who gives us the ability to live the Christ life and to live out his dream for our lives. To be promoted to any higher position, we have to be all in. Partial positioning is precarious, our footing is unsure, and we are easy pickings for the enemy of our souls. This is why knowing and living in his timeless truths is vital and, of course, surrounding ourselves with people of wisdom. Proverbs 11.14 gives us sound advice. Where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people fall and go off course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly counsellors, there is victory. 
Patience is certainly the path to higher positioning. Joseph, who was the favoured of his father, yet betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery and unjustly jailed, certainly experienced the process of having to be repositioned to reach a higher station. Stripped of his fancy multicoloured coat, he knew the isolated darkness of the pit and of the prison. He lacked wisdom on his way to his higher post, bragging before his brothers of his great dreams that he had. As many of us do along our journey, when we get a vision or a dream, sometimes it is unwise to share it with people who do not share your same passion. Like Mary, we often have to hide these things in our hearts. As the well-known author and Bible teacher Bill Johnson says, gifts are free, but character is more expensive. For sure, Joseph's heart was tested. He was tried in his assumptions and he was tested when he had authority. The test of patience is a difficult one for all of us, I know, but it ultimately brings us protection in the responsible post to which we are being elevated. It was, interestingly, in this place of captivity that Joseph was forced to turn it around, to think about things differently, to surrender and make peace with his circumstances while on the path to promotion. From the place of rest, not that he had much option being stuck in a dungeon, he learned the necessary lessons for his about-to-be resurrection. Not unlike God's people around the world right now who have been in lockdown. I know for sure that God is deeply at work in the secret place of our hearts. That place that nobody else is seeing but God and you alone. At the right time, Joseph was reassigned and released to live his purpose with authority, but also with humility. God gave Joseph wisdom beyond wisdom and a generous spirit. He gifted him with strategic insight and favor. And you see, when we are all in, God lavishes his good, perfect, and acceptable will in our lives. However, there is a divine structure that we need to seek out and submit to on the way to fulfilling our God-given dreams. There always needs to be action from us personally to reach the higher position. God may give you the dream or the vision in order for you to fulfill it, but it is for His way and in His timing. So often we run ahead and we try and do what we feel needs to be done to reach that dream. And this is mostly where we lose our way. We strive, connive and do everything we can to prematurely birth a dream. And then often, sadly, we shake our fists at God when that dream is stillborn. On the upside, nothing can stop a dream when its real time has come. But it's usually only after patience has first birthed character in the dreamer. If you know God is taking you through a refining process, surrender to it, submit to it. Stay with his plan and let patience have her perfect work. You'll be so thankful that you did. You need to faithfully live out what God is detailing for you. 
God reveals the details little by little, and as you take one step after another, the horizon becomes clearer so you can become bolder. Others may have opinions. They usually do. Some people will give wise counsel. Many may share their own ideas, and some may even try to force you to use your talents, gifts, or skills in another direction, sometimes to suit their own needs. But please don't misunderstand me. There is definitely wisdom in the counsel of others. But when the matter has been heard, you and only you are responsible for the decisions you make. And this will define the future in which you live. Without good direction, people lose their way. The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances of success. Joseph could have been bitter, twisted and disappointed all of his life. His days could have been strewn with regret and anger, which would have fueled hatred. He further could have lived a life of total distrust and in suspicion of everyone that crossed his path. And I'm sure that's the portion of many who've been betrayed, especially by family members or close friends. But fast forward to his commanding position as second in charge over a very wealthy and influential nation. Can you imagine his leadership style if it was carried out with a poison of hatred and rage? You see, for us, Joseph is an extraordinary example of a man who made a life and nation-shifting decision to turn it around by forgiving those who had hurt, harmed, and humiliated him. Patiently, he allowed God to rearrange, reshape, and reframe his life. This was to guarantee that he was fit for an awesome purpose. Every time you make the quality decision to turn something around for good, it becomes a defining moment in your life. I have seen it time and time again in my own life. Remember that the expert at anything was once first a beginner. And as you can hear, I'm taking many excerpts out of my book, Turn It Around. of Daniel chapter 2 verse 21 we read that God gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. If God gives wisdom to the already wise and knowledge to those who already have understanding, I somehow get the idea that God expects us to make it part of our life plan to get it, to keep it and to live with wisdom and understanding all of the days of our lives. But how do we get this wisdom? How do we live in this level of insight and understanding? Personally, I believe that a proverb a day repositions the way. Read the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs. The collection of truisms in this book serves like a tugboat that is designed to ensure a cruise liner finds its position at the dockside without colliding with other vessels. We need the inherent wisdom 
found in every instruction in this book to ensure that we stay on the right course. There are many opportunities every day to go off course. So we need to make it a daily habit to read one proverb a day. It will be the lighthouse that guides you home. The same applies to reading the Gospels, the very words of Jesus. His words are like a chisel working in the detail to create a masterpiece. Words, as we know, are a powerful, life-creating force. Confession usually precedes possession. Our mouths are the method of transportation to bring all sorts of matters to life. We just need to ensure that those matters are of good value. Jesus certainly showed this to be the truth when he commanded blind eyes to see and dead bodies to rise. There is powerful impartation in our words. In finding wisdom and keeping it, we need to be aware of the company we attract and those that we allow into our inner circle. God was very specific in instructing his people to be diligent in following his ways and not to follow the gods of others. We can and we must influence others for Christ. And we should leave a strong enough fragrance lingering so that they are intrigued to discover more. We must avoid being so overly involved with those who do live differently from us that we find ourselves being ensnared in the things that are taking them down the wrong path. In the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 21 to 24, there is some great counsel. Test all things carefully so you can recognize what is good. Hold firmly to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. Withdraw and keep away from it. So the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. And that is to separate you from profane and vulgar things. To make you pure and whole and undamaged. Consecrated to him and set apart for his purpose. And may your spirit and soul and body be complete and be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. And he will do it. He will fulfill his call by making you holy, guarding you, watching over you, and protecting you as his own. What a beautiful way to go into your day. So really, what are we hearing? See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. This statement contains a compelling life principle. I've said it so many times before in previous podcasts, but it's such a reality and a deep truth. Watch what you watch. Be careful that it doesn't ensnare you. Be careful what you hear Don't listen to the gossip and the negativity from other people and speak what does become an integral part of your life and that must be to speak life and life alone. What you hear, what you watch, what you say influences your mind. It creates your perceptions and it tampers with or triggers your faith. And remember, fear can only come in through the doors of sight, hearing and imagination. 
Combine that with speaking about what we have seen and heard and the lie or the gossip, the misperception, the anxiety, the delusion only becomes more entrenched. Is it any wonder that we are instructed not to think along these lines? God does know what is good for us and he knows we get hung by the tongue and sunk by the junk that we fix our minds on. As you continue holding steadfastly to God's timeless truths, boldly pursuing your God-given dreams, let me encourage you with the following scripture. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight and take pleasure in Him. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. So don't be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands God over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable and worthy of respect, that which is admirable and of good repute, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is lovely and brings peace, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. The things which you have learned and received and seen in me, said Paul, practice these things in daily life and the God who is the source of peace and well-being will be with you. And that is out of the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 to 9. And isn't that what we need in our day? Unmovable, unshakable, resilient peace. Yes, the world is ever-changing, and we need to keep up with the changes. But we certainly need to tuck in tight to the one who never changes. As I close out today's podcast, I want you to think on this. Every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of lights who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness. And he is never subject to change. God was delighted to give us birth by the truth of his infallible word so that we would fulfill his chosen destiny for us and become the favorite ones out of all of his creation. Isn't that a beautiful thought? So from me, Angelique Toy, I encourage you to keep your dream alive. Keep pursuing that which God has birthed in your heart, but look for his divine structure and timing. May God bless you and keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and give you that glorious peace. And remember, hope will always light up your way. Join with me next week where I speak to you about don't get stuck in the current chapter you are in. 
there is so much in there to catapult you forward into the way that God has already prepared for you. God bless you and connect with you soon.